0: So what movie did we watch this week? We watched uh, the most progressively titled film Hollywood's ever produced, Maniac Cop. (laughs) Man, that's such a funny title for a movie. Yeah. You don't hear the word maniac You don't at all. And it's like really not usually used in the sense of a killer. Like when I hear the phrase maniac cop, it sounds like if a couple of cops got together to do like a stunt racing thing on their motorbikes, you know, it's like, oh, it's the maniac cops one night only. (laughs) They're, like, jumping through hoops and shit. Sounds like if a cop went to therapy, they'd all call him the maniac cop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One guy gets a handle on his shit, and they're, like, he's fucking off it. Yeah. Going crazy. Yeah. That's how you know someone's crazy, is if they're working on themselves. A lot of people don't know that. Yeah. Do you think that, um, like, you notice how in these older movies nobody's sexy? Well, I actually disagree with you, because Bruce Cam- a young Bruce Campbell is in this movie, and I do think he is pretty sexy. Well, I don't know who that is, but... Um... He was the guy who was cheating on his wife. Oh, yeah, he was kind of sexy. But I mean fully clothed folks. Like, you know how nowadays you go out onto the street, you see someone, you're like, oh, uh, that outfit's kind of sexy. You ever do that? Nah, I usually respect people when they're just out and about. Well, I don't say it to them. I just think it. Yeah, in my I think mind. it's fucked up that you, because uh, I've gone out with you where you say that to people. No, I don't. I think I've never crazy. done that. Yeah, I'm always. There's never always been one. The, no, we're always. At I've the bar never said. Like, oh yeah, sorry about my friend. I've. I don't. That, t- how no. sexy you are. No. I've you, never talked to a stranger. He was just lamenting. We that all wasn't directed at you, that was more just general. <laughs> he was just saying that. <laughs> That's not true, and it's slanderous. And also we forgot to introduce the podcast. Yeah. Okay. Hey, welcome back to the show. It's your parents watch this with Key and Beattie and Brad Semitek. I'm Key and Beattie. And I'm also Key and Beattie. It's we're the ma- welcome back to the Maniac Podcast. <laughs> we're crazy this yeah, week. <laughs> the fucking the radio show with two wacky guys. Yep. Well, we already introduced the movie. Wow! Whoa! Whoa! We oh, should have saved the whistle. Brad had a slide whistle oh, last I night. Actually, still do, and have it well. really opened up opened up another level in his comedy. Yeah. Uh, what What movie are we doing this week? Uh, this week we're doing Maniac Cop. Yes. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, this podcast is turning a new leaf. Our yeah. the, our production value is insane right now. Yeah, we uh we we went down to the sponsors' office. We kicked their fucking ass, and we said, "Give us some money." Yeah, yeah. Cho bonus us out in the form of one slide whistle for Brad. Yeah. So if there's <laughs> any other uh, fellow networked podcasters listening to this, just know that we got 11 billion dollars for various expenses, and uh, you didn't. Hell yeah, baby. I'm going to be doing that a lot this yeah, week. Yeah, I love anyway. that. So anyway, we're doing... But this is my thing. Can I explain... What do you want to say? No, you s- explain the movie. Okay. <laughs> I've tried to do this like three times and keep forgetting. <laughs> um, but this week we're doing Maniac Cop. It came out in 1988. It's about a killer who's dressed in a police uniform uh, who begins uni- uh, murdering innocent people on the streets of New York City. It's like a kind of a supernatural... Slasher movie, also a mystery movie, also a cop thriller. Yeah, it's intense. It's also kind of a zombie movie, too. Also, yeah, you're right. It is also a zombie movie. This movie might have the most genres in it out of everything we've covered on the pod. Like, I'm shocked there wasn't like a teenage high school B plot going on. Yeah, that would have been sick. That would have been actually. sick. That would have made the movie. And worse. then it turns out, you know, they solve the crime and all these fucking cops, they're useless. They're yeah, just they're all, gonna... they're all maniac cops. Also, a killer dressed in a police uniform is like very topical. Should yeah. What if instead of calling them police officers, we were like, oh, look at all these killers dressed in police uniforms. Yeah. That's that is pretty sick. That's pretty sick. Yeah. Yeah, dude. That's uh that's maybe how we unite the left. <laughs> yeah. We could go around uh <laughs> saying all cops are murderers. Well that also, you know, that also might unite the left and cops, because knowing cops, they would also think that's sick. <laughs> <laughs> They'd be like, Yeah, we are killers dressed in police uniforms. <laughs> yeah. Me and all my fucking killers out here. <laughs> Killer lives matter. (laughs) (laughs) The thin killer line. Yeah, they would like that. dude. (laughs) They'd go crazy for that. (laughs) Well, it's always a cab. This a cab that, you know what I mean? What about a cam? (laughs) 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 Maniacs. Just putting that out there. There's any members of the left, any members of the DSA that want to send me half their trust fund. Yep. Um, but anyway, here's what I think is the only like because nobody looked sexy in their outfits. You know what I mean? Yeah. Back in the 90s, it was all fucking wool and, you know, whatever. But I think that's the reason why sex was taboo. Because <laughs> no one was hot. And they yeah. Were like, what are you doing? No man? one knew how to be hot yet. So no one got horny. So I, back, like, if you got horny, they'd be like, that's weird. That's everyone's fucked up. Everyone's uggos. <laughs> you know, what I mean? Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, like they pretended it was because of religion, but it was actually just because everyone was busted as hell. I like that. And I also like that big sweeping generalization. Yeah, for about thirty years towards the end of the twentieth century, <laughs> no one was hot. <laughs> yeah, they had listen, you find me someone from the nineteen seventies in that's fully clothed and also sexy, and I'll recant my statement, but you can't do it. There are I do believe I could. Name one uh debbie harry from blondie well i don't know that is pretty hot lady you can't do it that's what i'm saying you just made that up see and like i don't even know if i want to just show you a picture of the girl on the podcast because that (laughs) that can derail the entire show (laughs) Yeah. yeah dude i might fall in love with her we should not do that um yeah, I don't know. I like this movie. I think it's cool to me that old horror movies are just always funnier than any modern comedy. I agree. And like, that's how I kind of got into like I only recently like, got into horror movies in like the last like two years and before they all seemed so scary. You know, maniac cop. That's a scary name. You see the poster. Very scary. But then you start watching the movie and it's like a little fucking goofy. Well, the weird thing to me, too, about horror movies is, like, you know, horror that's, like, older horror is just always about, like, oh, what if a guy killed you? Yeah. But that's not scary. Like, if a guy kills me, then it was my time to go, you know? Well, I just love how, like, that kind of, uh, because this this definitely came out during, like, a real streak of slasher movies uh, in the 80s. And so it's just kind of funny how, like, they were able to start off with, like, you know, the Friday the 13th is the Texas Chainsaw Massacres, where it is literally just a crazy guy killing people. Yeah. But and then they come out, like, then we get used to that. Now they got to add a little uh, – some stipulations to it. <laughs> yeah. It's like, okay, okay – uh, now he's a crazy police officer. Yeah, what if and he's, he's crazy people. but employed? Or and then and then they do scream and they're like, "What if he's crazy?" But it turns out it's two guys and they're crazy. Dude, you just fucking spoiled. What scream. if uh, they did it? I'll spoil all these fucking movies. They do it for Pumpkinhead and they're like, "What if about instead of a guy, it's a pumpkin monster?" <laughs> <laughs> well, I kind of got that. One. <laughs> but yeah, like I think like it's cool that that's what people were scared of before and not like, "What if karma's real?" That's what I'm scared of. Yeah. What if all the, what if I have to reap what I've sowed? Well, that's why horror movies now are so hard to watch. It's all like psychological this, psychological that, thriller, thriller, thriller. My heart's pumping, you know? I'm not trying to think about shit. I'm not trying to be scared, you know, by something abstract. I want to be scared by a cop who is a maniac. And that's (laughs) it. That's what strikes fear into my heart. Yeah. I guess I don't know. I just feel like that's not as scary to me cuz I'm like, yeah, I, I mean probably. I I'll mean, probably you're right. It's killed. not as scary, but like I'm not watching horror movies to get scared. <laughs> yeah. <I guess. laughs> Straight up, I don't have a fun time when they're scary. <laughs> I watched Terrifier a little while ago. It's this, like it's a really good slasher movie that came out in like 2016. Uh, where they, it's just like a cr- scary clown who kills people for 90 minutes. And like if it came out in the 80s and the effects sucked, would have loved it, <laughs> but it's like very real and upsetting, and I didn't like it. It was too good. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't like it when they're scary either, but I just feel like if you're trying to scare me, you know what I mean? Make a movie where it's a guy following me in real life with a camera, and I had no idea. That would be scary. <laughs> <laughs> very confusing for everybody else, but yeah. scary for Brad. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. This movie does have uh, some of the ultimate spooky music. It does. It is very spooky. Uh, the the uh like the intro credits were making me laugh, where it's just like a cop like suiting up for the job while like ominous, yeah. terrifying <laughs> music was playing. And it's kind of progressive. That made me that. wonder: Is that how your dad gets ready in the morning? Yeah, he plays that uh, <laughs> that sound effect where it's like, "We wee wee wee, wee. <laughs> yeah the psycho music yeah while he's putting on his suit ding bing, wing, wing. yeah yeah hell yeah yeah terrifying but I yeah think th- that's what cops listen to as pump-up music yeah i was thinking that too i think that's that'd be a very funny thing to listen to like at the gym <laughs> you know like you're trying to get into it and you're just like listening to like ominous terror music yeah that would get me in the mood to run yeah i just listen to screams on repeat. <laughs> <laughs> sounds of a slaughterhouse yeah <laughs> uh yeah um yeah uh, you know uh, yeah i mean i like to think that this movie the maniac cop he's a progressive cop okay come yes. with me on a mind journey yeah Follow me into the depths of my own brain. All right. This is a warning to everybody listening to the show right now. It, it's, this is about to get a little twist, <laughs> <laughs> Right? So the maniac cop, he's the progressive cop out of the whole force, right? Okay. And he only kills the first lady because when she runs up to him and says she got mugged, she says the race of the people who mugged her. Oh, and he's like, uh-uh. He's, like, he's like, down with the damn, uh, he's like, why does that matter? Huh? Yeah. You thought you only got mugged. Now you got fucking stabbed in the face. <laughs> think about that next time you're going to uh, identify somebody. Yeah. You think you just got mad at her for snitching in general? Yeah. Oh, okay. What about the anti-snitch cop? Yeah. Where, where? Like, Why are you <laughs> even bringing this to me? De- deal with it. If someone calls 911, he's like, what's your address? And then he shows up and shoots them with a gun. <laughs> Never talk. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I th- the whole premise of this movie really, really makes me laugh. Like, you can just very much tell that it was made by a bunch of white guys. Yeah. Where they're, like, imagine the meeting where they As were, opposed like. opposed to every other movie from the 80s. Yeah. Which were made by um, non-white guys. Yeah. Italian yes. X guys. Oh, no, they were made by, can he, I say this one? Yeah. They were made by Jewish (laughs) (laughs) ex-guys. There you go. (laughs) Uh, But... Just, like, a table full of white guys just, like, pitching horror movie premises to one another. And one guy at the head of the table, he's like, okay, so you know how we all normally feel really safe when cops are around? And everyone's like, "Mm mm-hmm. They all agree. (laughs) 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 And then he's like, okay, well, what if we didn't? And then everyone, like, just, like, dropped their glasses. Like, they are like, (gasps) oh, my God. (laughs) I couldn't even fathom such a thing. My God, Bill. You've thought of the ultimate movie idea, (laughs) but but that's so crazy. Are you sure audiences will believe something like that? A premise such as that? It is a really funny premise to be like. What if only one of them was bad? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) This really was like a true, you know, one bad apple spoil the bunch. Argue taught our parents to say that. Yeah. One bad apple. Oh, you know, it probably wasn't the whole Minneapolis police department. I'm sure it was just one, one maniac cop. One su- American psycho cop <laughs> who decided, well, actually, two, because of that traffic stop thing. When oh, I thought it was yeah. the taser. Uh, well, you know, there's a, a, a lot um, other, more other ones than that, too. Yeah. You remember my bit about that? It's vaguely. one of my one of my best podcast bits I've ever done. Was it a podcast bit or a stand up bit? No, it was a podcast bit where I went uh, uh I thought I was uh, in, I was about to get into a bar fight with a guy and I thought I was punching him in the face, but then I was accidentally sucking and blowing him off with my mouth. Sick. Yeah. Cuz the cuz like you would notice. <laughs> <laughs> you know, cuz you would notice that that was different, but I d- I didn't personally. Yeah. They didn't train me. That's a really good analogy. <laughs> <laughs> it was your unconscious bias that made you suck that guy's dick. <laughs> yeah, you know how humans are mostly governed by their subconscious? <laughs> Turns out fucking wacky as hell. <laughs> yeah, Brad's subconscious is super gay. Whoa. Read into that. Whoa. Oh, you you can't say stuff like that you on You can, and I did. Edit, I dare you to edit that out. No, I'm going to edit that in more times. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, no, I, th- I do think that this is, movie would be a good way to explain what it is like. Like, you could play this now and explain to, like, a guy in Sherwood Park, you know, like a nice nice white uh, neighborhood. Yeah, Be like, this is what people deal with on a day-to-day basis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, it would have to be the whole force. Like, maybe a virus infects the local police precinct, right? Maybe it's Havana syndrome, to be topical. Okay. And uh, all the cops, they start getting headaches. They go, oh, Tylenol's not working. Maybe what I have to do is uh, go to the suburbs and kill people. And then it would be the whole police force. And then that's maybe a movie of the times. (laughs) Maybe that's the progressive re-release of this, is they're all maniacs. Yeah, there's more maniac cops. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's that's what it should be. It's one non maniac on a force full of maniacs. Yeah. And then the valiant CIA is the ones that has to yeah. come in and solve it. Yeah, and that's what the movie is, is to Psyop to get rid of local police forces to be replaced <laughs> by CIA. Yeah. <laughs> More that's, CIA, baby. That's what we need. Anyway, you know what I like about movies where there's cops like it spans all genres, but anytime there's a cop trying to solve a case, right, there's, like, a bunch of them, they're thinking of stuff, there's always one guy who has the exact perfect hunch that's 100% correct. Yeah. fucking Jerry with his dumbass ideas, why don't you go on a coffee run, idiot? Well, that's that's the funniest thing about this movie, is that, like you rarely does a guy have a hunch that's just like so perfectly correct (laughs) 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 within like five like he literally a guy like examines the first murder and figures out what's going on (laughs) (laughs) it's not even really a hunch he looks at all the evidence and makes a reasonable conclusion well yeah i know and then like he brings it to the uh commissioner like the head of the cops or whatever and what does he say he's like oh hmm Someone must be trying. Or wait, he's like, uh, yeah, there's a, you know, a man dressed like a cop who's like, he's probably a cop killing people in the streets. This is we have evidence. And he's like, oh, it must be somebody uh, trying to discredit the police force. Yeah. Let's let's write that off. Which uh, actually, that's what I think all those uh, cops that have been in the news were. What? discredited yeah i I think there were antifa activists trying to discredit the police those were state (laughs) actors (laughs) yeah they were crisis actors (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah here's here's another police shooting where the same guy is present (laughs) (laughs) it's the same guy the same exact white guy (laughs) with a buzz cut do you think that's a coincidence i mean listen either they all look the same to you which is racist or it's a crisis actor yeah or or what they all magically have the same exact pair of Oakley sunglasses every every single cop in the whole nation yeah fat fucking chance what they all love cargo shorts come on yeah I only wear baby blue polo shirts in their spare time. Get the fuck out of here. That's what we should be. We've all, we've been thinking about which political stance we should take. It's pro cop conspiracy theorists. You want to go as off duty cops for Halloween? You know? <laughs> I want to go as on duty cops. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but if I ever tell you I have a hunch, act on it immediately. I'm right. Yeah. Follow through. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I, I just really like because, like, they really do capture, like, how shitty police forces are in this movie. Like, they do not want to entertain the fact that one of their guys is bad. Yeah, that's kind of woke as and hell. It is pretty woke. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm a big believer in having your friends back, and this is definitely something that this movie taught the next generation. Never turn your back on a friend, even if they're a maniac. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, this movie taught uh, cops that it, it wasn't you. It was someone else, yeah, it was antifa, yeah, exactly. They made you do this to them, yeah, um but yeah he the the guy who was a hunch, like the detective kind of investigating this maniac cop phenomenon, yeah is uh um he's talking about like, oh, you know, we should be probably doing psych evals on some of the guys, make sure they're not a little you know too whack to <laughs> to be a cop. And uh the guy's like, Yeah, hey, you know, that's not that's not such a bad idea. It could be a guy who went through something traumatic, you know, taking it out on people. And then he's like, Say, matter of fact, didn't you try and shoot yourself a while back? <laughs> the guy's like, Oh fuck, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know. If you try to shoot yourself, that's embarrassing. You can't figure that out? It is a little embarrassing, but also just like bringing up a guy's years ago suicide attempt is so like, that's so like rude and very funny to me all in one breath. <laughs> right, remember that time you uh tried to end it all? Anyway, <laughs> you're at a bar on a double date with, uh, you know, you and your boy and two uh ladies, some would say, and you're uh, like, one of your boys is hitting it off really well with both of them. So you go, Hey, Kian, Remember that time you tried to fucking kill yourself with all those pills? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> man, that'd be so funny. But like trying to, what I'm if you start doing that? What if you? you're doing it like trying to like hype him up? You're like, I see you talking to a girl, and I'm like, Yo, my man over here survived a gunshot wound, and you're like, Yeah, I tried to kill myself <laughs> several years. <ago."> <laughs> <laughs> He's always bringing it up. I keep asking him not to. <laughs> <laughs> Iron Brad Sematuck over here, bulletproof Brad. <laughs> 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 yes. <laughs> Here's the other thing. You know, when uh, this second murder, or maybe it's a third or something, but it's like a lady that gets pulled over. Yeah. And He comes up to her window, yeah. and he doesn't say anything. I think that if a cop doesn't say anything in the first ten seconds, you should be allowed to drive away. You, I agree. Because, like, I don't know. Like that, it just made me think he was like too bashful of a cop. Like he's like nervous. Like, he goes up to her window and sees a lady, and he's like, oh, okay, uh, I forgot to do my hair before I came in. <laughs> <here." laughs> Miss, uh, ma'am, milady, do you know how fast you were going? <laughs> uh Was that the one where, no, that was the maniac cop murder still. Like, he killed the lady in yeah, the car, yeah, yeah, right? Because yeah, yeah. there was uh, one very, like, uh, a similar one quickly after that. So, basically, like, news of the maniac cop leaks into the general public. Everyone's terrified of the police now which is insane. What a crazy movie, a a scenario only Hollywood could dream up. Uh, But uh, so, like, uh, it ends up happening that, like, a regular cop tries to pull over a lady and she, like, kills him. Which is, that was, like, feminist as hell. Well, that was just, like, literally the reverse of the excuse that all the other cops use (laughs) now (laughs) to kill people, where they're like, oh, I," you know... Thought he was a maniac. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I guess this movie is like secretly woke on your ass. It is a little woke. I mean, it's woke in a very funny way. (laughs) <laughs> it's, yeah. it's it's like a you know a mr mom style of woke where it's like isn't this ridiculous and you're like no <laughs> yeah. yeah it sort of stumbled into being yeah, woke, by exactly accident. it's like no this isn't this is actually very topical right <laughs> yeah. now <laughs> yeah i thought that was cool though i think you know uh, who's to say you know what i mean that should be a legal defense where you're just like yeah maybe he was gonna Officer... I thought this cop was going to be mean. Yeah. So I shot him in the <laughs> face. Shot him dead. <laughs> <laughs> what would you do if I tried to give you a ticket right now, officer? Yeah. Saying you wouldn't shoot me in the head? Well, what if I what if there had been a bunch of news articles where I was being bad? And what if you really didn't want a ticket? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you shouldn't be allowed to do that to police officers. You should be able to do that to peace officers, bike cops, and those in-park guys. Yeah. Scratch, in-park guys are the only ones I respect. I thank them for their service when I walk by. Yeah. I think it's very funny to respect them. (laughs) (laughs) I've been doing this thing. Those are my boys in blue. (laughs) I've been doing this thing at the mall where I salute the security. (laughs) That's pretty good. Yeah, they don't like it. (laughs) They can tell you're doing a bit. (laughs) Yeah, I got to start doing it. The West Edmonton Mall security guards are looking more and more militarized every day, dude. (laughs) It's scary. (laughs) But they still wear shorts. I know. It's the best part. But they're still like, have like, you know, those faux bulletproof vests where it's just like a vest? Oh, I thought they were wearing actual bulletproof vests. They might. Uh, the guys at Southgate Mall, though, they just wear like vests. <laughs> <laughs> they just have a vest with a radio on there, a couple of pockets. <laughs> uh, I feel like mall security guard is like, "You must be so sad." You're just like, "Yeah, I'm a cop. Nobody tell me I'm not a cop. Yeah, or I won't kill you because they don't <laughs> give me a gun." Oh, uh, yeah. I I just love seeing like a real like decked out mall security guard and knowing like, oh, you bought all your own equipment. They should give all security guards nunchucks. I agree. Or like melee weapons, you know what I mean? Like a big fucking sword. I think they should <laughs> <laughs> I think that's what they should give to all cops, you know? If if you can't take down a criminal with only nunchucks, then like pff, sorry. Yeah, three of weapons to be on the force. Maybe that's what they should get is throwing stars. Less lethal than a gun, but it'll still incapacitate a motherfucker. Yeah. Well I think oh man, because we well, 'cause we're 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 the militarization of police is like a big hot button issue right Here's now. Here's what we need the you- samurai samuraitization of uh, the police but I, I i think that could be potentially even more dangerous <laughs> making the police very agile and sneaky able to blend in with the shadows <laughs> the ninja tization of the police Yeah, the, all of a sudden the edmonton police force is just like sprinting across the fucking north saskatchewan river <laughs> naruto running to crimes dude we couldn't handle that <laughs> Turn the fucking police cars. They just sprint everywhere. Instead of calling the for streets. backup, they do that clone jutsu thing. <laughs> yeah, dude. I would like that. They just do that fucking Hunger Games bird call, and then uh, the whole horse <laughs> descends from the trees. And... Yeah, it wouldn't affect me. I'd think it was funny. <laughs> that's what the world's all about, is doing stuff I think is funny. But I do have a bit of a critique of this movie, which is... This is... <clears throat> Maybe less of a critique of this movie and more of a critique of, like, the slasher genre in its entirety, which is the middle of these fucking movies can get pretty boring. And I think that this one mitigates it fairly well because um, the um, kind of the mystery is is like that that keeps you around watching, you know, these kind of a little boring murders, I'm going to say, for some of them. Um, but like the mystery of who, uh, the cop is, cause you think it might be this guy, Bruce Campbell, that's the name of the actor, not the name of the guy, uh, he's playing. But, uh, you think that like, oh, he might be the maniac cop that turns out he's just like a sick guy who's cheating on his wife 24 seven, which is tight. It is sick. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, that, that was an interesting subplot, but that, yeah, no, this movie for me, it just really dropped off in the middle. Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, the, uh, you know, the slasher genre can get a little gratuitous with how many murders they have, because it's not like it's a worse villain if he kills like six guys. No, as yeah, opposed to four guys. exactly, dude. And that's kind of <laughs> the thing. It's like, oh, are they trying to really make me hate this guy right now? It's like this isn't how you do it. Yeah, you can't just have them do the same thing to nine different guys. Yeah what a, what about a movie where a guy kills like four people and then in the middle he like tells you. About his political opinion. Then I'd hate him. <laughs> yeah, that'd be pretty good. Then great. I'd hate his ass. Yeah, and he's like, also, I'm all right. And I'm like, no! Don't do that! <laughs> he's like, yeah. You I'm know a- what I'm realizing now also? Mm. You remember Death Wish? Yeah. Death Wish is, the, it, this is the same movie as Death Wish. This except is the, you see his face. Yeah, Except. Yeah, and you're rooting for him the entire time. Yeah, I thought Death, Death Wish was is, about a guy like me. Death Wish is just, a, it's a slasher movie from the slasher's perspective. <laughs> <laughs> that, Which, if you think about it like that, kind of revolutionary. It, honestly, I gotta go back and watch that movie again with that in mind, because yep. that is a really funny dynamic. <laughs> very, very cool twist on a classic. Yeah. Um... Yeah, I don't know. I just feel like, like an even scarier version of this movie would just be like, imagine a black screen for two hours, and then it's narrated by Morgan Freeman, and he's just being like, "You're the problem." That's scarier. I think that would be a finding sc- out that Morgan Freeman's angry at you. If Morgan Freeman was like, "You are the reason for your own unhappiness," then I would be like, "That's, oh, that's the Brad horror movie." Someone oh, just saying what's ooh, in his head. Yeah. Well... All your friends are mad at you for 90 minutes. <laughs> that would be scary. Dude. You give okay. You give everyone a handful of mushrooms as they enter the theater, right? Or maybe you switch the butter for the popcorn with LSD, so okay. no one knows you're dosing them, right? It's Naturally. like a bit of an MK Ultra situation. Yes, and they go into the movie. It's just a black screen with Morgan Freeman being like, "Everyone hates you." <laughs> They're all talking. Sh- well, you're in this movie with your phone off. You're getting a bunch of texts being like. I hate your ass. We're friends off. Yeah. We're done. Yeah, I heard what you said about me. <laughs> I don't know. That would be scary. That would be pretty scary. Um, yeah, I don't know. I like the police captain. He has a very Batman voice Police him. captain is a scary guy. Yeah. Very gruff, very no-nonsense. I kind of thought he was going to be the murderer. I, yeah, I, I was really kind of hoping that, like, an active-duty cop would be the murderer. It ends up being... Uh, ha- Do you you know the murderer's origin story well? Because I feel like I'm going to fuck it up if I explain it. Uh, Here's what I think. And that's what movies are about, is what I think about them. Yes. And I think that it was a cop who, like, got convicted of some sort of crime that I don't remember. And then he went to jail. And then he was in the shower in jail. And he was, like, fighting a bunch of guys all at once. But then those guys, uh uh-oh, guess what they had? A knife. And so they knifed his ass up and everyone thought he died or maybe faked his death or something. But then he was alive actually. Yes. And he was like, I'm going to take revenge on those motherfuckers for sending me to jail. That is also what I thought it was about. Okay. Then we're but on then the But then he's same only page. killing innocent guys. He well, doesn't yeah, kill that's cops. A, that was the very funny part. Cause he does have like this one lady who, you know, she loves him or whatever. And she's like kind of helping this zombie cop murderer like exist. Yeah. Um, I couldn't figure out if he was dead or not for the whole movie. I think he was dead because they taught they referenced a couple times that his hands were like icy to the touch and all this stuff. So, Oh yeah. I do think he was supposed to be a zombie. I thought that just meant he was a cold ass motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> he was a smooth operator. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah no. Nah, he he wasn't just he, he was cool, but he was also dead. Yeah. Um but, yeah, no, there was a lady who was just, like, so pissed off. She's like, "Why? I thought you were going to clean up the streets and you're just killing innocent folks. Yeah. What's going on? What's going on? Didn't know you were such a maniac. Yeah, which is, like, if you're on the same team as, like, a brutal murderer who kills people with his bare hands, maybe don't try to call him out for stuff. Yeah, if you're ever secretly helping a zombie near the harbor, like, you gotta you got to take a step back. Yeah, see maybe, how you got into this situation. Maybe lie in the bed that you made. Yeah. Maybe, exactly. Or any number of expressions that also mean that. Yes. Play the cards you dealt yourself. You know. Oh, what about this expression that I just coined? Play the Pokemon cards that you bought. <laughs> 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 yeah, I mean, yes. I don't know if that would have made sense without the other two, but <laughs> yeah. Yeah, sure. That's... I mean, it would make sense. Because it's a perfect analogy. Yeah, leave it in the comments on <laughs> iTunes if you think that was a perfect analogy or I don't not. really understand analogies. Did Brad nail it? If I'm being honest with you, I don't get them. Or was that a simile or a metaphor, perhaps? Yeah, it could have been one of them. Maybe a metaphor. Um, I like that his wife has curly hair. I would like that for me one day. <laughs> <laughs> to have curly hair or to have a wife with curly hair? Uh, I'm. I mean both. I like curly hair. It's nice. Yeah, curly hair is cool. I tried to, when I went, I got a haircut one time, and I asked the barber to make my hair curly, and my mom was like, "Uh -uh." (laughs) (laughs) uh-uh. Damn, she didn't want you to have a perm. No, she didn't want me to be beautiful, reach my full potential. Yeah. Oh, also, you know what I really like is uh, Jack. That's the main character, or the guy who they're trying to frame. Yeah, yeah. He, there's one point uh, where he's, like, arguing with his wife about how he has to go to work. Yeah. And she's like, oh, when you leave me in the night, I feel so lonely and scared and depressed and alone. And he's like, you'll be fine, bitch. You have a gun. <laughs> yeah. It's <laughs> like, yeah, uh, that's a good cure for depression, I think, is uh, just give them a gun that's, and see if they'll do it. But that that's, like, such, like, a dude problem solving because like whenever i'm in like not in trouble but whenever i'm like feeling you know sad or whatever it's like i got a fridge full of food some shelter that's pretty good and if i had a gun that would be the number one thing yeah on my list so it's like yeah you know i might not be doing so hot right now but at least nobody like i'd like to see him fucking try yeah you know at least no (laughs) one can steal the food that i don't have exactly uh, at least I have a loaded gun to Good use. Good luck on. taking that empty Domino's box out of my fridge that's been there for three weeks. Yeah, that's mine. There's one slice in there. I'm saving it. Yeah, there's one slice in an opened sauce. Yeah. So, and it's been open so long that it's like uh, not even really sauce anymore. It's kind of jelly esque. But it, you still, like, the thing about when sauce jellyfies is if you, uh, swirl it around for a while with the pizza it'll turn back into sauce that's what they don't want you to know yeah that's that's how they're making money in chef school you go to nate that's what they teach you is that you can swirl around sauce yeah you you think it's bad but that's just because you haven't swirled it yet yeah and then if there's like a layer of mold on top you think that might have gone bad same thing swirl it swirl her up a lot of people don't know you can fix anything with a swirl. was your guac brown swirl it green again (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> that one I've actually seen um, Yeah, I don't know It feels like, was he telling her to kill herself? Or was he saying No, I don't think so I think he was just uh, You know you know how guys can sometimes dismiss feelings Because we're so used to burying our shit down Well, maybe other guys, not me uh, Definitely I'm always for me. talking about th- my relationships and my issues I'm just silently suffering I'm always opening up <laughs> And also listening <laughs> I want to hear about what's hard for you. <laughs> yeah. Cuz it makes me feel good to help you with you not help though, just listen, provide it, yeah. you know. Unless you explicitly say that you want help, in which yeah. case I will help. Otherwise, I am a shoulder for you to cry on. You took the words right out of my mouth. And brother. I will listen and validate whatever you have to say. I feel supported when I get a chance to support you. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. So if any ladies want to go on a date with Brad... Yeah. You know what I like is taking people to the corn maze and taking pictures... For their Instagram, without having to be asked. <laughs> yeah, one of my favorite pastimes is taking cute candid shots of. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know what it is. I just love photography. <laughs> I've always loved it. You know what I mean, and I, and I'm I love being tall. <laughs> yeah, I love being over six foot. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of my hobbies. One of my one of my favorite qualities about myself is how six foot I am. Yeah, and I also like that uh, you know. Whatever. uh, Some other thing. I think the bit's done. Yeah, they got what that was. Do you think, like, maybe let's do, like, 40 more episodes and then just transition into that's all we do is try to get a girlfriend on the podcast. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) And we just, like, stop doing, like, old movies, and it's just like, all right, we're doing Twilight again. You know what we should do is rom-coms. Why haven't we done a rom-com yet? Well, we tried to do uh, Blame It on Rio. Yeah, but, <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, there was some issues with that, film, <laughs> I will say. It was too much. That was a lot. We could do, uh, yeah, no, we should do some rom-coms. Yeah, we should do Love Actually. We should. Oh, we should do Love Actually. Did that come on the fucking time? Uh, my parents love it. Let's fucking do it. Yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, I love the idea of, like, you're having, you're, like, fighting with your wife, having a tough time in your marriage, so you go out and kill strangers, yeah, you uh, <laughs> Yeah, that's the only thing that makes you feel better. Yeah. I don't want to hit the bar with my boys. I'm not going to get really into gambling, but you know what I will do? Kill bystanders. You know what's crazy though is like it does make me feel better to hit the bar with my boys, but like every time I feel like that, I'm like uh I do just not want to do that and instead murder people. Yeah. So like if I do ever get strong forearms, you should uh you know, call a guy (laughs) hey brad's getting a little (laughs) strong brad's getting a little big i think he might do something looks like brad's been gripping a lot of stuff lately (laughs) yeah brad's grip strength is through the roof yeah might want to check in on that i actually do have really strong grip too yeah doubt another thing doubt that i got yeah i got like the perfect grip where it makes you feel like um you know makes you feel like supported but it doesn't hurt when i when I'm grabbing your ass. Yeah, but you can feel it. You're, you're like, right. wow. That's too much. It's too much, man. It's too horny. Well, Brad it. gra- when Brad grabs your ass, he rips it off. <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> don't say that about me. <laughs> Brad's so strong, he'll rip your ass no, right off. No. <laughs> f- it'll feel nice. <laughs> Do you think it feels nice having your ass grabbed, or is that just sort of the a thing the patriarchy has decided? I had a girl grab my ass one time, and I did not like it. Hmm. But that's because I wasn't expecting it. Nobody had ever done it to me. I was like, are you making fun of me right now? <laughs> <laughs> but do you think if you were expecting it, like that would be nice? I don't know. There's probably a lot of nerves in the ass. Yeah. Right, because people get fucked in there, so it's like... Why wouldn't getting grabbed there? Anyway, it doesn't matter. Let's talk about the movie. <laughs> <laughs> um, Brat instead of Brad wondering about the female <laughs> the female body. Does it feel good for you when I touch your ass? <laughs> I guess probably not. <laughs> <laughs> that's, man, that's so funny to be like, grab a girl's ass and be like, was that good for you too? <laughs> <laughs> i guess it probably doesn't you're right now that you phrase it that way <laughs> uh. yeah okay um do you have anything else for the middle part of this movie or do you want to start wrapping this up i guess my question is would you cheat on your brown curly hair wife <laughs> <laughs> with a blonde straight hair uh lady The answer to that, I don't want to answer, but the answer to another question I will pose to you is, would you cheat on your beautiful, brown, curly-haired wife with a cop? And to that I say no. Yeah. To that I I say absolutely not. I I say no to that one, but to the question I asked, it would depend on personality. (laughs) yeah that's what yeah yeah. to me looks don't matter when i'm cheating on my wife it's just because i like her her personality yeah i would only (laughs) cheat with someone who had a good heart yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah i'm only cheating on someone i could see myself settling down with yeah um yeah i guess that's uh i don't know yeah i don't know do you think um you think this movie glorifies cheating because it does kind of just work out for him? Yeah, because he think of he, you know, he's got his beautiful curly haired wife, then he has, you know, ha- has an affair, and then his wife founds out, and then his wife just gets killed by the maniac cop. Do you think he was kind of like, all right, yeah. <laughs> That's, cool. a, that's a little <laughs> lesson for the fellas. If you're ever cheating, just call the cops on your girlfriend and be like, she has seven terabytes. She has a gun. <laughs> she has a bunch of terabytes of a certain type of pornography on oh, her computer. Man, that, that would be so funny. <laughs> Instead of breaking up with your girlfriend, being like, yeah, she's got a bunch of child pornography on her computer. <laughs> <laughs> All your family is like, what happened to Maria? And you're like, pedophile. Yeah. <laughs> had to break up with her. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. She just, like, her, I guess she was, like, hanging out with her boss too much. Uh, Why was I cheating on her? Because she was a fucking pedophile. (laughs) 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 Yeah, calling Chris Hansen on your girlfriend (laughs) because you don't want to break up with her. (laughs) Is that better or worse than doing it over text? Uh... Ladies, sound off in the comments. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. How do you, ladies? How should we break up with you over text <laughs> or by framing you for child <laughs> pornography? <laughs> yeah, but it is kind of it's fucked up that like, like all his boys in the police force think it's sick when they find out he's cheating, but like when they find out he's trying to work on his marriage by going to a marriage counselor, they're like, "You probably did those murders." Yeah, because that's something a crazy guy would do. Oh yeah, man, I love I love. I love that, like, got of fucked up. That was just how therapy was viewed back in the day. That it's was like, the good old days. Oh, you're crazy, you're crazy, you're crazy. But if you're just drinking? If you're drinking and, go like, losing it on your wife every night? They're like, he's got a lot on his mind. Yeah. Then you're handling it. Yeah. The two states of being back in the day where he has a lot on his mind or... That guy's fucking nuts. (laughs) Yeah. But it's like we should re-stigmatize going to therapy because that meant that only the truly dedicated would work on themselves. I agree. Because nowadays everybody's like, oh, self-care. Oh, you know, I'm I'm improving. I love reading books. Okay, whatever, dude. You don't even care about it probably. (laughs) Meanwhile, us guys (laughs) fighting in the trenches, taking seven different types of antidepressants every morning and also magnesium for some reason. (laughs) You know, we get no respect. I like the idea of gatekeeping reading books. (laughs) (laughs) You probably don't even like these. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I say to other people who read books. (laughs) You see a guy reading Dostoevsky, you're like pronounce his name yeah fucking faker how do you spell that (laughs) yeah i bet you don't even know there's two commonly expected english commonly accepted english versions of spelling that name that man that'd be so funny to like treat a guy reading the classics the same way like a guy treats a girl wearing a misfits (laughs) t-shirt it's just like yeah you like the misfits what's your favorite song or like yeah oh you're reading the brothers karamazov uh what's your favorite chapter yeah who's your favorite brother uh, yeah, I, I'm a big Alyosha guy. I haven't read that book, so that's good book. my two, yeah. uh... You probably don't even care about reading, do you? <laughs> <laughs> probably couldn't read if you tried. It'd <laughs> be funny to go up to a guy reading that, reading Dostoevsky, and be like, so are you an E-man or a Y-man? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that'd be sick. Trying to bro down with a guy, the guy reading the classics. Yeah, <laughs> cracking a beer in the library. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Anyway, I don't know. Restigmatized therapy. Yeah. Get, get him out. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I will say this. The, the murder is kind of lulled in this movie, but you know what? Mm. Picked up right at the end. Yeah. Oh, uh, to answer your question from earlier about if I would uh, uh, have sex with a cop. Yes. I would, but I would do a bad job. I would really phone it in. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and that would be my revenge for uh them you know whatever they do that'd be pretty funny not a news guy but i'm sure you know (laughs) they deserve to be revenged on yeah and i'm sure busting fast will will be no i wouldn't bust fast i would just my rhythm would be fucked that's actually funny drag it way way out that (laughs) is way worse actually tying up the cops time (laughs) yeah i would make her late yeah. And it would not be worth it. Yeah, Brad. Brad's like when you keep a telemarketer on the phone for way too long. <laughs> Brad has long, unsatisfying sex with the police. That way, they can't go and fuck with minorities. <laughs> 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 yeah, I'd fuck a cop, but I would not eat her pussy. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> 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 It's crazy that we did, like, three movies that were only about sex, and then this is the horny episode. <laughs> I know, and it's about murdering. Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh-oh, I guess we're twisted. <laughs> um, yeah, so it picks up towards the end, does it? I would say so. I just really loved the final kill, where uh, they're, they're arresting my man uh, Bruce Campbell. Forget his name in the movie. Uh, Jack, Jack, they're arresting Jack for being the maniac cop when, guess what? The real maniac cop steals the uh, police van. Yeah. Tries to fucking uh, kidnap him or Absolutely something. Absolutely, he does. And then uh, don't know really how it happens. It was kind of falling asleep and waking up a little bit. Yep. But at one point <laughs> they like crashed into a fucking pole and uh, the, the maniac cop got impaled and then they drove it into the fucking lake. Yeah. Which is fucking that's a pretty sick way to go. That is a sick tight way to go. Yeah, I did love the end showdown scene. Um I always love the showdown scene. I love a good showdown, dude. That's like my favorite part of uh most of the goofy eighties movies we watch, is there's always like there's yeah. always a pretty fucking satisfying showdown. There's always a showdown, dude. I yeah. No one's ever put, like, I, I never think about how there's always a showdown, but you never, there's never a movie that doesn't and happen. And it's always sick, every time, like, and you know the whole movie. I don't know how I never expect there to be a showdown, <laughs> yeah. but every time there is, I'm like, oh, fuck. <laughs> Whoa, things are getting a little real right now. That's the so. bad guy and the good guy together. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he was just going to get away with it. <laughs> oh, shit. He got another thing coming. <laughs> <laughs> That's the crazy thing about these movies is uh, we've watched so many of them and they all still work on me. Oh, totally. Yeah. Oh, it's the best. Um, I think this movie uh, started the you know, that thing people think where like they think that undercover cops have to tell you they're cops, if you ask. Yeah. I think this movie invented that. It taught our parents to think that because uh, there's one scene where uh, this guy's like trying to pick up a prostitute. Mm-hmm. But she's just like clearly doing a sting operation because he's like, "You want to have a little, you want to have a little fun time in my car," and she's like, "Can you be a little more specific as to what you mean by that, sir?" <laughs> and also, like, her walkie-talkies crackling and shit. Can you incriminate yourself a little more? <laughs> <laughs> she's like holding a wire towards. <laughs> yeah, him. but yeah. So I think like <laughs> talk into the air vents. Please. I think our parents saw that and they were like, "Oh, I just uh, found a loophole in the legal system." Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I really do wonder where that started and how it's been able to persist for so long. Yeah, I mean, it has to be some dumbass movie. Or it a has TV to be. Show. That's Man, I just really, I truly, truly do love that, that people do think that they can just like corner cops like that and be like, I, would like, I wish a cop thought that. Like, it'd be so funny to go through <laughs> yeah. all your police training and then you th- believe that you're like on an undercover operation and you're like, oh, fine, you caught me. Foiled again. (laughs) (laughs) He's like being debriefed by his captain. He's like, I didn't have to tell him I was a cop. (laughs) They said I had... I'm pretty sure you do have to tell them if you are a cop. (laughs) (laughs) I heard it somewhere. They said it, and I heard it a couple places before they said it, so... I heard it on r slash uh, dumb. Yeah, it was on r slash legal advice. That's actually a pretty good uh, roast. If a guy says something, you're like, where'd you hear that? r slash dumbass? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Fuck you, dude. Listeners, you can use that one. If yeah, you... any Any Reddit fans who want to own some guys? Yeah, use it. I thought this guy wasn't dead for the whole movie, so when he kept getting shot, I like, I was just like, damn, he's tough. You just get more of these guys I'm, on the force. Like they don't make men quite like that anymore. Maybe that's why he was a maniac. He was just saw everyone being like a bad at being a cop. They're like, oh, how many times can you get shot in the head? Not even once. Yeah, he's like all pissed off about the pussification of yeah. the police force. Yeah, he's like the only guy there who thinks like he thinks he's the only guy there who knows how this place runs. It would fall apart without him. Yeah, because guys nowadays they're all about wearing skinny jeans, drinking Mountain Dew, fucking vaping. Yeah, this is a cigar smoking revolver toting um jim going that kind of rhymes he's a real man a man's man he's eating sausage zombie man eating sausage surviving gunshots (laughs) to the face yeah and i respect it um what else oh can i tell you my favorite quote yes where the one of the guys is like a This city's going to hell. You can't take a pee anywhere anymore. (laughs) I have thought that exact thing, walking back from White Ave to my house. Yeah. You know what's rough about the walk from my house to White Ave? Very well lit. Very well lit, and all the best places to pee are schools. Hmm. so you really have to roll the dice there like how badly do i have to be yeah i'm always walking back from white ave to here at like 10:30 in the morning on a weekday and i'm like listen i can't hold this <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I hope it's not lunch You're <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll read you my favorite quote of the movie and then we'll close her out okay um my favorite part was uh so the the main uh kind of cop who was investigating the maniac cop case was uh, talking about it to a reporter and uh the reporter um comes up with the tagline. She she does my favorite thing in any and probably cinema in general which is saying the name of the movie yeah. in the movie and she's like uh, oh he's he's a maniac cop. And then the guy's like, great tag, let's make it bigger than AIDS. And then it <laughs> <Yeah>. just cuts. <laughs> I really like bigger than AIDS as well. <laughs> bigger than AIDS is so <laughs> funny. Yeah, and like, that's in the middle of AIDS. Too. <laughs> yeah. And I'm also pretty sure, like, didn't this come out at the time where they were trying to act like AIDS wasn't real? Yeah. Like, that's, really, uh, that's just wild to be like throwing a little AIDS jab <laughs> in there <laughs> ju- while it's ravaging communities. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, wow, they really didn't give a fuck about that epidemic. Yeah, like, I'm pretty sure the whole thing about the news at that time was they were like, let's not talk about AIDS. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. Unless it's funny. Unless you got a sweet little riff about AIDS. Then you yeah. can say it. Yeah. But we're not getting into the nitty gritty. Um, I do have one lesson that it taught our parents. Yeah. Because you know how he's a maniac, but he's also a zombie. Yes. I think that taught our parents, you can be two things. <laughs> Don't let don't let one thing define you. That taught our, he's also a cop. Three things taught our moms they can have a career as well. Yeah, this is actually you can have it all. This movie started uh, women entering the workforce, <laughs> is what I think. They saw maniac cop and they were like, wait a second. If he can be a maniac and a cop... <laughs> I could be a mom and a cop. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. You got anything else? Uh, yeah. Th- th- this movie uh, uh, taught our uh, parents to have each other's backs to do their own internal investigations. Uh, don't snitch on your boys in blue. Uh, blue lives matter. Thin blue line. Um, I, we They taught uh, us to love the Punisher. Um. and yeah i don't know man this movie was so funny i just really liked it it's like very weirdly topical in a totally accidental way yeah and uh yeah it 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 rocks it you know it's it's not like a perfect goofy 80s slasher movie the middle is a little there's some lulls there but you know what Worth watching. Yeah, drink a coffee before you watch it, yeah. and then you won't fall asleep. Like, you could remake... Uh, they, I don't think that they could remake this movie right now. Like, that's how fucking hot shit is these days. Yeah, well, I mean, if you remade this movie, every both sides would just be like, what do you mean by that? Oh, yeah, like, you could not make this movie. To, like, I, I know at the beginning of the movie, we said this was bring everyone together. The left, the cops, and, <laughs> everybody but like no, really if you actually made this this would piss everyone off so much (laughs) this wouldn't be for anybody it would divide us (laughs) so much further (laughs) which honestly that's the best argument for making it you know yeah fuck it you're right no one we're not there's never going to be a time anymore i don't think where we all get brought together Uh, unless like there's a like a new hitler but barring that I think you know maybe let's just fucking let's divide it some more. Let's make Maniac Cop three. Let's be grifters. I know Bruce Campbell's not doing anything. Yeah, what's he? Is he still alive? Yeah, he is. He um, that guy is a fucking Hollywood champ, dude. He uh, has basically been in two different movies: yep. this one and The Evil Dead, the Evil Dead franchise. And that Evil Dead franchise was just like a super pop and cult hit, and so he's only been in those movies now. That's, that's pretty much the only character he plays, and they recently rebooted it as a TV show. So he's still still doing the same role as, you know, 30 years ago. Respect. Big respect. Very Steven Seagal-esque. Very Steven Seagal-esque. Yeah. But that's, right. that's the show. Uh, this has been Your Parents Watch This, brought to you by Comedy Here Often Media, a subsidiary of uh, Al Jazeera. Yep. And uh, we are signing off. Do you, do, we, do you have any shows you want to plug? Um, yeah, I do, actually. The thing that I want to plug the most is that we're brought to you by the Progressive Anti-Abortion Uprising Super Pack. I don't have any shows. Yeah, and come to the comic strip on Wednesday. Yes. <laughs> <laughs>